Hey, Barstool listeners, you can find every episode of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Did you know that this March, a whopping 86% of you will be sneaking peeks at the games when you're supposed to be working? It's the least productive month in sports, and Dave & Buster's is celebrating with an all-day $5 happy hour on March 21st for the first round of games. So ditch your second tabs for big screens, cold beers, and free Wi-Fi. But most importantly, stop pretending to work at the office and start pretending to work at Dave & Buster's on March 21st at participating locations only. here on zoom i want everyone to just soak this in this screen right here this collection this is like the avengers of just dirt balls this is just the avengers of scumbag guys highlighted by the vin dog we're gonna get into it but it's brought to you by miller light the original light beer we're coming up on a year of this new life that we've been living but one of the best things to come out of corona and the pandemic was, of course, Friday Night Pints in the original form on Zoom. We used to bring people in one at a time. Fuck it. Everybody all at once. Everybody cracking Miller Lights. Like I said, the original light beer. Great taste, less filling. Whether you're at the bar, whether you're at home, whether you're at the office, hanging out on Zoom, Miller Light is the only beer. Uh, it's brewed in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, so you know it's the real deal. It's only 3.2 carbs and 12 ounces per 96 calories. Always celebrate responsibly, but... Kick back and enjoy yourself here on a Friday afternoon. If you want to get uh, some Miller Lights delivered right to your door, go to MillerLite.com slash FNP and find all the delivery options near you. Once again, celebrate responsibly from the Miller Brewing Company in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs for 12 ounces. It's Friday Light Pints. So tweet at us or post on Instagram with the hashtag Friday Light Pints and we'll post your whole setup. Vindog! Yeah, what's happening? Appearance here on uh, on Friday Night Pints. We thank you for taking the time. Although it sounds like this is going to be nothing for you if you hit the Family Feud next, huh? Oh boy, I don't know. I, you know, my son unexpectedly just enrolled us in the Family Feud, and we're past the first, you know, uh, oh. acceptance spot, and we're going. Oh, into I bet you are. Round. I bet you are, Vin Dog. I, don't, I mean, you know, if, I don't if, know. If those producers are even awake during their job, Vin Dog and the family is making it to the feud. No doubt about that. Yeah, I, I think it could be a lot of fun. Have you? Are you good at that game? Have you like watched it? Are you familiar yeah, with it? You know, when I was younger, I, I was I, I really liked Richard Dawson. You know, from Hogan's Heroes, he was great. I mean, I watched a lot then, and I skipped a few years and, and watched a little bit with Steve Harvey. Um, I think I can get it back together and do all right, you know. I'll study up. I'll get ready. I I have some smart people in my family. Okay. My oldest son lives in New York. He's a scientist, so it's good to have him on our side for this. Okay. Vindog, wait. Did you see the um, application? How much was it featuring you? I'd imagine Um, the whole thing was just a video of you. 
I didn't see it. My son Dylan took care of the whole thing. Yeah, so he just it was did you. it and he didn't yeah. tell us till after it was done. Can you imagine <laughs> being those, those producers who sift through like probably millions of submission videos? Be like, my family's the funniest. You got to pick us. And it's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. And then Vin Dog comes across your desk, and it's like, oh my god, we might have found our new host. Forget about a contestant. Oh god, <laughs> I, I guarantee you, as far as like applications go. The, yeah. It's the first one they've ever seen that said, like, father's occupation murders people, memes people to death on the internet. <laughs> oh, my son definitely wrote that. Mean Lord Bosco Blogger, he, you know, he wrote that. I, I like to, I like to think they just sent the picture we have of Vin Dog for this promotion, where it's just him as a guy, as a kid, has a tattoo <laughs> on there, and like, oh, we're bringing Vinny with the with the rose on his. Vin, oh, now, Vin, God, what kind of? What kind of family are we like? Is there a is there a set five in your family, or is someone going to get cut here? I don't know well, how that goes. We, we actually fit the bill rather nicely. We get five. That's huge. We got three boys and my wife and myself. Wow. So I think we could kick some ass on this show. To be honest, with you. yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I do. Uh, we got Big Cat. Thanks for joining us as you battle on with the Coco. How you feeling? Like shit. I uh, well, I feel better. I lost taste and smell today. But I also just went um, – I went to get a rapid test to see if maybe I'm negative. Take it. Come back to the hotel room. Like, go literally there, back. Email, negative. Like, fuck yes. Ten minutes later, they're like, hey, we screwed up. You're positive. Oh. So, <laughs> it's just the, the opposite of Friday feeling. I was like – for ten minutes there, I was like, I'm fucking free from this hotel room. And then they were just like, yeah, sorry, your voicemail doesn't work. We tried to call on you. You're positive. Oh, <laughs> so how are you, you feeling? I feel better. I, I I do feel like I've turned the corner. I did lose taste and smell today, but I definitely feel better than I was earlier this week. What well, donuts oh. canceled tomorrow? No. Yeah, I mean, I I can't. I don't think I can go. I've been like, I'm not going. I don't want to be around anyone, obviously. So, I guess I could get them delivered, but I don't know. What's the point? I can't fucking taste. Well, we do have a non-COVID haver, Uncle Chaps, joining us. Although, yeah, thanks, Chaps. I don't know who I'd rather be, the non-COVID haver, Chaps. But you also got like a fucking needle through your eyeball today. What the fuck was that, Chaps? No, it wasn't from today. It was from a long time ago. I put that in the ZBT group chat because I've, with Kate being super pregnant, I've been putting all kinds of gross shit into our group chat just to fuck with her. Um, like I put in last week, there was this TikTok video of this dude that had dandruff and hadn't washed his hair in like three years. And the dandruff was so thick that you could crack it and pull it up. And when they did, there was like oh. grubs and shit growing on the inside. Oh, you're, you're fucked. You. You're so fucked. Well, you asked. Well, <laughs> you're fucked. Yeah. What's up with that fucking eye video? I didn't ask about anything else about fucking heads. That's fair. <laughs> we we, 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 we went through that phase where he was just tweeting fucking lice, like like lice, uh, lice getting combed out of hair. Yeah. Non fucking stop. Every day was a chapter of lice tweet. It was a dark time on the internet. Mm. It was. You watch the pimple popping videos, fights. I feel like you'd be one of those guys. I actually, as, as oh, much yeah. as I'm grossed out by chaps right now, I love the pimple popping videos. Oh. They are. They are. There's so one, Kevin. If you like that, there's one. I won't go far into detail. Have you ever heard of mango worms? No, I don't know about. If worms. you go on TikTok and look up mango worms hashtag, it might be 
the grossest thing on earth. Okay. I'm going to specifically avoid that, but I'm going to have to eventually look. <laughs> you're going to look. You're going to look, and when you do, you're going to text me, you motherfucker. I'll probably get that. <laughs> Clem, uh, how, what, what's going on north of the wall? How are we doing, babe? So right now I have probably the last 20 minutes of silence I'm going to have for a long time here because it's been just an absolute catastrophe the last couple of weeks. Sienna has either been off, gotten a snow day, two-hour delay, or an early dismissal like every day for the last two weeks because of fucking weather. And then she's off for the next week. So I'm just going to have no – and then I just looked at the weather and it's nothing but Stop snow or wintry mix talking. for the next week. It's fucking – Hell, so uh, this is my last twenty minutes of freedom, and then I'm going to be in the in the suck for the next uh, week or so. Well, just at least you didn't look up mango worms on TikTok. I just did too. Okay, damn it! I just did too. I almost threw up. Dude, that is absolutely atrocious. Uh, Oh, there's nothing quite like, and only parents will understand it when it's like, "How you doing, man?" And you're like, "Fucking awful, man." I've been spending a lot of time with my kids. And everybody who has a kid is like, oh, yeah, I know what you mean, dude. And everyone else is like, how could you say that? It's like, yeah, no, no, no. There's there's a limit that you reach. They send them back my, to school. My kids are back in school for the first time since March. McCartney started back on Monday, left the house. Monday and Tuesday here. I, honest to God, think that those were the two best days of my life. Like, because <laughs> I walked into my house and it was so quiet. And my, my wife went upstairs and I just like laid on my bed. And I was like, oh, my God, I can think, like, for myself. I can think. This is unbelievable. Vindon, how old are your kids? Oh, God. We're empty nesting. Yeah. So, so, so my, you, my kids are all living different spots. around more often now? Um, you know, my son Dylan comes here quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, him and his girlfriend, they get downstairs. First few days, I'm very happy to have him here. It's fun. Then after about three or four days, it's like, all right, go back. You know, you're making a mess in my house. You're eating all my food. Yep. There's nothing left in the fridge. Uh, my son Nick comes over, you know, to do his laundry. He used to. Now he doesn't because he got a, got a washing machine. I used to say, the minute my kids get washing machines, I'll never see them. You know, because that's the only time they come over to wash their clothes, eat my food, then they leave. You know, they don't shovel, so I got to shovel myself. Oh. We haven't had as much snow probably as, you know, Coley's had up in Maine, or, but – We've gotten like four or five inches for a couple of days in a row. And, you know, it's just shoveling the driveway. Yeah. It's kind of a pain. But, no, I, I love my kids, and I do miss them. So enjoy your time with your kids, even though it can be a real pain. I know. They always say that. It's like that's life. Though. It's, it's true, like, though. It's true. I was a little league coach. The hard times, but then you're going to miss them. That's everything. You're going to miss right? them. I, I miss coaching. I miss all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Zindog, um, I have yeah. a question. Yeah. Wait, Zindog, you can still coach. That would I be can. hilarious. I could. If you just started being the coach that doesn't have a kid on the team, no, yeah, I think that's, that's really failure. That's content, dude. You should yeah, do that. Yeah, it would be fun. <laughs> My dad switched to refing, so that's what if you did a already a car by angry parents? Yeah, you call that a strike, they throw things at your car. It's horrible. Yeah. That's what he only does basketball because of that. He's like the ump. Fuck the ump. You got to stand there and just take it. Basketball. I could run to the other side of the court. Just tell him to fuck off. You know. So yeah, I feel like any anybody who coaches who doesn't have a kid on the team, I would be weirded out by unless they were like, no, no, look, it's Vin Dog. You can see him on the internet. I'm like, all right, then, then it's cool. Like, I, I used to be, see Vin being like to be a, a pony league leader. umpire. Now I'm coaching baseball. Yeah. <laughs> pony league umpire. That's what you should do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The kids hey, can who, me who, up. 
who won the, the the snake draft, Eddie? I never saw the official winner. Chief won this week. Such, honestly, the more I thought about it, that's a bad pick. His last pick was fucking trash. I was good one through five. I, I knew no, that was the day after the NBA finals. finals. Yeah, one good, good pick, Eddie. All it was was a mile in school. That was it. I know. That's what, that's what I was saying. It's like, okay, it was a very good creative pick, but if you look at the you know the the standard like weight of everything else, he wasn't a winner. But we got to do. I almost regret how much credit I gave him for that for that pick on the on the draft like on the the stream. I was like, oh, fucking great pick! I hyped him up too much. Yep, you did, you did. The Barada fucking gang came to play. There are really two ways to go about like your dog walk. If you just look at that like at the the graphic without listening to the podcast, and then you listen to the podcast, they are two completely different graphics. Oh yeah, like, your mind gets completely swayed because I've put votes in. Then listen, I'm like holy shit, I want that vote back. That guy sucks. This guy was so much better. It's crazy how much it changes listening to the yep. podcast. Yeah, yep. I mean, what kind of operation are you running over there, Ed? Jesus Christ. Well, we'll see. We just recorded Mondays. It's reality TV with Rhea, so it's pretty. Pretty good one, too. Yeah, how did she do? I saw Hank's tweet saying I just, like, prepped her for everything. I think she did fine. Yeah. Like, she, did, she did pretty good, I'd say. Okay, I think, like her I think Rhea's going to dominate. I think Rhea's going to do very well because I think you guys have, like, like with us, right, we have similar audiences, and we kind of just, like, split each other. It's like, almost like a split an MVP vote on the same team, whereas Rhea's going to bring a whole new gang that's all voting for Rhea. True. But it True. is – it depends on if you look at the graphic and you're voting anonymously, right? If you yep. know Rhea's picks, mm-hmm. then you're going to vote that way. If you look at the graphic. Wait, wait is, that a, is that a recent change? Because I remember like it used to be like Chief, Eddie, blah, 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 blah. And then the, the anonymity does add a, a different factor to it. Yeah, we change it for Fran because you know we just thought that you know the the, the Fran crowd would just come in and just bulldoze us. So we yeah, just right. changed it. You're fucking scared. I get it. Hey. <laughs> Yo, That's going to Hmm? I've, been, I've been thinking about it since you said it. You lost taste and smell. Does that yeah. happen like snap of a finger or do you wake up and it's gone? Like, no, I woke you- up. I, I woke up and I tried to – I drank some coffee and I could only feel it. I could only taste it on the side of my tongue. And I was like, that's weird. And then I took out my deodorant stick and smelled it and couldn't smell anything. And it's like it's very, very obvious like that. It's not like yeah. Well, yeah. Do you gone. think you could yeah. like go and get like a pickle or something, something super flavorful to wake it up? Yeah, I think so. Right now, I don't know. Like I have at least a tiny bit of taste. I have no smell. So I think that if I if I ate something that was very hot or had like a strong taste, I'd still taste it. But the no smell thing is weird. Like literally holding a deodorant stick underneath my nose and and doing yeah. it, inhaling as hard as I can. I couldn't smell a thing. I, I saw it on TikTok. You could eat cheese and you could cut cheese and you wouldn't be affected by it. Yeah, mm-hmm. there it is. It's yeah. a prime time for you to suck a little dick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're so rude, chap. <laughs> well, I mean, you wouldn't taste it. Like, what if somebody had asparagus? You wouldn't even know. That's what's been keeping. What if I like the taste of chaps? <laughs> yeah, I don't want the taste because I know a lot of people don't clean themselves well, and I think it tastes like pee. Very presumptuous <laughs> of you to think I don't like the taste of it. COVID <laughs> <laughs> haver. I saw some shit on TikTok that was like if you take a like a grapefruit and you put like brown sugar on it and then you light it on fire, this that and everything, it's supposed to wake your taste buds back up. I don't know how much you care about it or not. Oh. I think there are ways around it. That sounds like uh, 
Dan, you'll be healthy for the next two weeks. You'll be fucking trim as shit. I know. That's what I'm hoping. But I also think someone pointed out a very good point. Like, they're like, yeah, it happened to me, and I thought I was going to eat healthy. But really, I just ate worse, hoping that the taste. my taste would come back. Yeah. Like, everything I was eating was, like, trying to bring it back by yeah, being yeah. like, ooh, I'm going to eat this delicious thing. Now, what if you make everybody else miserable and you go this Stephen Che route and just go to, like, Red Robins and order nothing but, like, bottomless broccoli? broccoli? And you just absolutely crush it. <laughs> <laughs> broccoli all the time. How, yeah. how, uh, how insufferable was Stephen Che over the Super Bowl? I missed it. I tested positive on Monday morning. I missed the whole day. Wow. I'm going to have to replay it when I come back. Yeah. Um, I'm probably – I'm sure he was very insufferable in his own way. Had to be. But Stephen Che also is like – his insufferable nature comes out in subtle things. Like it will come out in a comment in like March. Yeah. Where he'll just look down on everyone. Hey, buddy. So, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't think I've told this to anybody yet. You know he snubbed me Monday. You guys, Monday, Monday he coming. He coming by my desk to go to the printer. I put out a fist pound. Like, doesn't pound me. Did he? Did he acknowledge that he knew your fist was out there? Didn't didn't do anything. Just like he he gave me a what's up, and I went congrats, bud. And then he fucking just kept it moving. Wow. Stood there waiting for his paper to print. Fucking left. I mean, that's an alpha move right there. You got, like, prima noctid on that shit. Holy what? I won the Super Bowl, too. It's, that's that's teammate congratulations. That wasn't a congratulations, like, hey, good for you, Stephen Chai. That's a, hey, buddy, we did it. He, he <laughs> braided you. He gave you the Brady because he has Brady. So now he alpha you because he has Brady now. The way he was being such a, a Brady fan, he was giving you the Brady treatment, yeah. <laughs> no, I bet that's just – I bet he was mad I, like, was happy. Much like uh, I didn't want Tommy Smokes to live out his dream, I, I didn't want Stephen Che to live out his either. He, he, I mean, he's, he's been here 45 minutes. One year later, he gets a fucking uh, uh, Hall of Fame quarterback, and he went, no, this is not how it's supposed to go. I hate that. No, I think Stephen Che, I will, he, he's been grinding. Like, Stephen he's Che been here for a long time. Wow. He's been here like almost four years. Yeah. yeah, he was like employee like 15 or something. So he hasn't yeah, been he here is. a long time. He is big in the film community. He's a fucking psychopath with his with the Bucks. The only reason you could say that you didn't want him to win is the the pro, the only issue I have with Stephen Che is he's unflappable with like if his when the Bucks would suck, he would just be like whatever. We got the draft. Like he can't be you. Can, he has no bad. People always will treat like no bad days. You know, like yeah, there's bad days, dude. Shut up. Stephen Che is li- literally no bad days. I mean, he, he, had, he definitely hit a Brad Johnson jersey, and that's okay for me. Yeah. Like, he could be happy. <laughs> yeah. If you're a right. Brad Johnson jersey, like, that's my bar. Brad Johnson, famous ball deflator. Shut the fuck oh. up. Is he? Yeah, that was that – of all we, – we, I, I know a lot about people who deflated balls even yeah. a little bit. Brad Johnson, before that Raiders right. Raider Super Bowl, he, stu- he went back and he, like, he made everyone deflate and scuff the balls, like 200 balls. It was a big thing that no one cared about because it was Brad fucking Johnson. <laughs> I, I think about all the new Barstool fans from the last few years, and they don't realize how, like, just months of content was just hijacked by the Deflategate. Like, Kevin and Dan know more than anyone. Every fucking rundown for years just went back to Deflategate. It was unbelievable. I told Feidelberg, like, a piece of me died in the Deflategate era. Because it was like, at first, it was fun – then it became like, all right, fuck, like there's no evidence, but I gotta just like dig my heels in. And then Dave like carried on. I mean, it was 
by the end of it, I it, it, I was a different person. I was like, I'm not the same blogger anymore because of what Deflate Gate and those rundowns did. It was so bad. Oh my and God. it was it, it was also reached a point where we didn't care, and Dave did so much. Re- he read more in that <laughs> phase, like phase of his life, than he's ever read in his entire life. Yeah. So we would show up. Is that your fax machine, Vince? <laughs> we would, we he's would got all the house phone. He's got a house phone. He's got the house phone. But he has a we, fancy ass fridge. He's got the fridge with the knock knock thing. Look yeah. at this. Well, well, up, another middle light. There we go. We would Man, show up to the well if you got the knock knock fridge. Yeah, we would, we would <laughs> show up to the goodness. rundown every day, and Dave would have like new facts that that he would then goad us into an argument and beat us in an argument because he actually cared, and we just like this sucks yeah. every day. <laughs> was that sucks. was it, it. Led to one of my. Sorry, Eddie, go ahead. All right. The, uh, it, w- it led to one of my favorite things. The, one of my highlights of all time with the rundown is Dave, Tico, Texas, being like, what's the flaking? Yeah. Dave yeah. going, how much time you got? And we just left. We just <laughs> and left. He left. And he explained the flaking for like a half hour in Tico, Texas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your, your mic is off, Eddie. Come back to us, Eddie. No. You're good now. I want to hear Eddie's take on this. Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. Very far away. I do got to ask him about his new new role as like, I mean, he, he's got more FaceTime with Portnoy than absolutely anybody right now. I don't know how he fucking does it. That is, that's a, a daunting task to have. Clem, do you, uh, do you ever think about what would have happened? If Barstool was cooking when the Giants were beating the Patriots, like if you – like what, like Giants fans, as as satisfying as that was, if you now work for Barstool, you missed this opportunity to like rub it in, but also would it have been awkward because Dave would have – like Dave would fucking hate you, Clem. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I would have been target on the back. I mean, you just talked about the Dave Portnoy show. That is our Summer Jam screen. That's the last place yeah, I say, I don't want that. my name on the Dave Portnoy show, even if it's something good. People are like, oh, you you know, Dave said your name. It was good. I was like, that doesn't – because then he circles back and remembers something bad he doesn't like about me. Target on the back. Stephen Shea, like, he is – he's he was smart, though. Like, him and Dave had their friendly ribbing. When Brady won the Super Bowl, Stephen kind of just, like – you yeah, know, a couple of little barbs here and there. That was it. So you got to be smart about it. I would not have – like, that would have sucked too, like, not enjoying my fucking team beating an 18-0 team because I'm scared my boss was fired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eddie, you yeah, but if you guys did the run yeah. – if you guys mm-hmm. did like a – if you did the fucking electric chair and you were there when the Plaxico Burris yeah. catch oh. happened oh. – Oh my God, dude! I mean, even I, I feel like uh, when the Jets beat the Patriots in the playoffs, it was like what was that 2010? So I was like one year in, a little over a year in, and like it was satisfying. But you know, basically the difference is I didn't absolutely hate Dave at that point, so there was nothing to really rub in other than like, hey, we beat Brady. But now, like, if that kind of stuff happened later in 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 the career, oh my God! Like if Clem would have walked into work the next day in a David Tyree jersey or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I was in a house full of Patriots fans, and one of my best friends is a Giants fan. And he's wearing the whole Giants stuff, sneakers, hat, jacket, pumping his fists. My friends wanted to kill him. I know. That's- when the Giants won, my buddy's like, shut the TV off. Shut it off. Shut it off. My Giants fan's going, can you put it on? I want to see the trophy presentation. <laughs> so I'm like, 
All right, oh, all right. He deserves it. He gets to watch it. I put it on. My other buddy from Connecticut was going to stay over and leave the next day. He said, I got to go. Jumped in the sky and drove home. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even watch that trophy presentation. I did the same thing. That the um, In 07, I was in college, and I was at a party. I, I went to college in Florida, so like I wasn't – they weren't Giants fans, but they weren't – they were people who hated the Patriots. They just wanted the Patriots yeah. to lose. So it was like everyone was going crazy. It was right – as soon as – the ball didn't went not went through Moss's hands, but just outside his outreach fingertips. I just got up, like had like a twelve pack or an eighteen pack, whatever it was, and just got up and just started roaming the streets by myself. I wasn't even walking home. I didn't live far from the house I was at. I just started roaming. The it was pouring rain in Tallahassee that day, and it was just like just roaming the streets, drinking beers. I had no idea what to do with my life, but I knew I had to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> oh, I would have yeah. loved it. I would have loved to soak that in, man. Eddie, when uh, when we lost for a second there, we were just saying you got the new. The new gig uh, that has the most FaceTime with Dave Portnoy out of, like, anybody in the company now. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. How is the Dave Portnoy show going? Well, it's funny because I think, like, you know, you guys could relate to it very well. And what I was saying beforehand, it was like, I remember your face is, it's like, it's so stuck in my brain. Like that guy when The Undertaker lost at WrestleMania, like the shock face. You and Dan, your faces when he would bring up the flake gate on and on, just like dread is like burning my brain. <laughs> Those are going nowhere of how much you guys not give a fuck. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Monday was you know if you saw the show, he was he was he wasn't really into it. It's yeah, just- it was funny. I I texted Eddie. Cause I did listen to a little bit of the latest episode, and there are times where Dave is just not doing it, and Eddie was like. So what do you think of this? And what do you think of that? And we did this. And how about this? And he was just like, yeah, no, yes, don't care, whatever, moving on. And when that's happening, it's like, okay, just going to punt. Like this episode is just, that's it. There's nothing to it. There's no getting him out of that funk, you know? Yeah, it, it's, you know, it, it's like an icy road. Like you want to go faster. You want to keep pushing it. But, you know, if you push it, like you're you're kind of down a dangerous path. Like things went to shit, so. Yeah, it's just funny. It's uh, you know, it's it's once a week. So when you don't give any effort, it's a long time between good episodes. <laughs> yeah. Doing God's work out there, Eddie. You're uh, have you have you like changed your approach at all, or do things differently now, or has the show evolved, or are you just like same old same approach you've always had? No, I think I think once you accept it, like you know what I mean. Like it, as far as like how it is, like you know, some days he's not going to want to talk a lot. Some days he is, and. Like, I mean, it's like, it's his right, right? Like, he's fucking. You just, you gotta just sense the mood right away. I remember we, um, when Dave called the election early on uh, <clears throat> that Tuesday night, it was very wrong. And the next day, we it was a Wednesday, so we did Pick'em and College Football Show. And he was like, everyone was like going after him on Twitter. And he was like thinking about what to say. Like, I remember I did Pick'em and he just, I don't think he said like one thing. He yeah. just was so preoccupied it's like all right let's just power through it like it is what it is you know and then the next week he was back yeah 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 i mean the 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 canseco thing didn't go great and then the app was down and i you know there was no chance he was going to want to talk about like tommy smokes and surviving barstool that's not (laughs) right which is fair for him but the app being down on super bowl sunday i'd be just i was just as pissed as him yeah that's tough that's a tough one all right eddie you want to get going it's 4 30 i don't know all right, cool. Everyone, I keep looking around the bubbles and I keep seeing people. I'm laughing. It's such a good crew. So it's a great, it's a wrecking crew. But. Have a beer. Have a good weekend, guys. All right, you, Eddie. Um, chaps, cool house, huh? 
Yeah, dude. Uh, it's been a process. So they tore down this big green belt behind my house. And I spent, you guys saw, like I came on and talked about the Thule stuff that I've been doing, working my ass off every day during the summer. And then I was looking forward to this summer coming up, doing the same thing, just chilling in my stock tank pool and hanging out. I come out, it was, I think it was like one of the last two or three days of radio. I get off of radio after being in my office. I walk down, like walk outside and all of the eight acres are gone. Like it took them like two or three hours to get rid of every tree. Like there was big oak trees. There's all kinds of stuff. I couldn't see the road that was a long ways away. I walked out there one day and it was completely gone. And there was just a family of deer hanging out in this middle of the field. Like where the fuck did my house go? Like just hanging out. It was awful. And that day I was like, I'm putting the house on the market. We're going to go buy a new house. And we did it. <laughs> we move in in like three weeks. You did it fucking wow. fast. I didn't realize it's been that quick of a process. Last day radio was what, three weeks ago? Two weeks ago? Yeah. So we went in. Uh, we're looking. And it's like such a buy or seller's market right now. And we were looking. And this house came up. I was looking at Zillow. And it had been on the market for eight minutes when I called my realtor. <laughs> and... <laughs> We were the very first people in the house the next day. We walked out and immediately made an offer. Wow. And they accepted it, Look, luckily. You got to do it that way. Yeah. Chat, I, I believe I've seen the Zillow link. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. Go fuck yourself. Seriously. It is, it's a beautiful house. It's, it is palatial. It's, yeah. Are you, it's are you a skinny dip? What's that? Are you a skinny dip? Oh, yeah, dude, because it's, like, totally private. Like, there's yeah. nothing else around. Like, I was looking. I was talking to this pool dude, and even just the <laughs> amount of concrete that's involved with this pool, it's huge, man. It looks like a hotel pool. Like, I was going out there. I, w- I was just there earlier today, like, doing some measurements and stuff, and I went out there, and I was like, I can't believe this is going to be my house. Like I'm a poor kid that grew up with all of his grandparents and trailers and shit. And now this is going to be my house. It's crazy. I'm, I'm so happy for you. I am so happy for you. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even flood. The bottom level doesn't even flood. Why do I live here? Why? It's crazy. It's the stupidest thing in the fucking world. What am I doing? My office is a wine cellar. Like I'm going to turn the wine cellar into my office and it's supposed to stay. The guy said it stays at 62, 64 degrees all year long. Uh, so uh, even in the summertime, I won't be hot in my office. and I don't even have to run the AC. Uh, <laughs> that is fucking incredible. Yeah, dude. It's on the back. Living in a wine cellar. Forget the wine. I'm just going to put the booze <laughs> in there. Yeah, I can't wait, man. It's like every time I go in there and like, to do different things. I'm just shocked that this is going to be my house. It's crazy. Good for you, man. I really, I'm joking around, but I am happy for you. That's, that's like, that's a, you know, that's a big, big thing in life where you're like, all right, we're set. This is the spot. We're done. Yeah. Cause wifey finishes her um, doctoral program. She actually gets the DR in front of her name next month too. So big, big month this, over here for us. Chaps brag hour now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> running up the corner. I have a fucking beautiful home. It's you lot. should shave your face, chaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That beard. I have been worried about like Even because I am a firm believer that the grossest time to have a beard is when you're in like water or 
it's just so gross when you come up after being submerged and you have a beard it feels like you just have pubes growing on your face <laughs> wet beard on your face is the worst big dog when was the last time you didn't have a stash uh, it's probably like 17. Really? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Seems like a girl when I had one. Then I never Ben, we should do some type of bet where it's my beard for your mustache. What would, what would it take for you to cut your, to, to, to shave your mustache? What's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. What, that, like, give me a dollar amount. How much? Uh, it would have to be like 500 bucks. Anyway. <laughs> 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 500 bucks would do it. I thought you were going to say like 5 million. I'm gonna rip it off and it's gone. Five. <laughs> All right, I go a thousand. Go up. Some of this money that gets thrown around at Barstool, go up. We, you know, get a little get a real payday here. We we'll get yeah. you we'll start a fucking fund and probably get you like a million dollars, Vince. Come on, aim for the stars. I, I wouldn't recognize myself in a mirror. Yeah, I know it's got to be weird, right? I've seen I've seen um who was it or maybe it was just like on the internet. I've seen you know situations where a guy shaves his beard after twenty years and like his own kids are like, who the fuck is that? I don't even know who you are. My my sister, uh, she studied abroad in Greece, and the day before she left uh, to come back. I told her, I was like, by the way, dad shaved his mustache. And he had a mustache his entire life for us, too. And she's like, oh, my God. So she gets off the plane. My dad still has his mustache. She's like, I thought you'd shave. She said that's all she thought about the entire way home. Like, the 18-hour <laughs> flight with my dad without a mustache and what he would look like. And it was all a bunch of bull- – so I can't – like, your kids must – it would blow their minds. It would just – Oh, like, they, they told me not to. They don't want me to. Yeah, at this point – One time I wanted to do it because someone said you look younger without a mustache. That's so true. I an age where I thought maybe I'd look a little younger and – I get, but I don't know. It looks it's got good color to me. It's like part of your personality. I mean, you're not the Vin Dog without the stash. I gotta have the stash. What? I, I grew a little goatee one year, and I got sick of that really quick. I, I oh, you're a stash guy. You're just, yeah, I'm a stash guy. That yeah. picture, man, the one that we used for the for the, the graphic year. Yeah. How old are you? How old are you in that picture? Do you know? Oh, it's probably like twenty. Oh no, it's probably twenty nine. Look at oh. that guy. That guy looks incredible. With sex bomb. What's going to happen to me? It's going to happen to you guys, too. You know? All of a sudden, you're in the mirror. The main screen was this bad. You look in the mirror, and your eyes will play tricks, and you'll look a little younger. But then someone takes a picture of you. Yes. And and you're looking, who the fuck is that old man? Oh, shit, that's me. Being on camera and pictures and stuff. Like In the morning, I look at myself. I'm like, ah, you don't look that bad. And then I'll see a picture. Or a video that we're on, I'm like, oh no, this is not a good situation at all. <laughs> no, I don't even look at pictures of myself. No, no, no. And I, and I hate to be in a restaurant that has mirrors on that side. Mm-hmm. And I sit in the booth and I'm like, I don't want to look at myself. Mm-hmm. And people are really ridiculous. They put mirrors behind the toilet. So now Ooh. it's a double whammy. You're looking at your face and your junk. <laughs> and now you're staring at your junk and it's like, no, I don't want to look at my junk. No, <laughs> no mine either. Mine's terrible. That people do that. They put mirrors behind toys. Yeah, you're Stu Finder. Yeah, you're talking about Stu Finder. He's, a, <laughs> he's got like a fun house in his fucking shitter that he always does videos from. It's just that's all. That's a horror. That's a house of horrors right there. Who? Uh, did his you- house is actually incredible, by the way, Kevin. You should yeah. go. His house, yeah, yeah. I do actually want to get my kids out there and just let them run fucking wild in his backyard. He, it yeah. is. It's quite. Like, they loved that video of him diving in the pool the other day. They watched that like fifty thousand times, and I was like, "Oh boy, the kids are on to Uncle Stu." Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got the house that like everyone 
Like, he makes it so that everyone wants to go to his house. It's yeah. actually a very fun place to be. No, I believe it. It's probably going to be like what Chad's little fucking compound is going to be like. Well, you know what the worst thing about this whole thing is? Took my older kid there for today, and I was like, what do you think? And she had only seen, like, pictures. She was like, it's pretty nice. Oh. I was like, you fucking oh my God. piece of shit. How dare you? How dare you? I figured she was going to be jealous that, like, that wasn't the house she got to grow up in. Like, my parents just bought a new house. And I'm like, where the fuck did you buy this house when I was younger? Because, like, I would have liked to live here. And I don't ever get to. Yeah, well, man. Got quite a bit of years to grow up. I don't know if she has to worry about that yet. But it's also just, she's also probably that age where she just doesn't. Well, she's what? She's a junior, right? Junior in high school? So, yeah, sophomore. Oh, she's sophomore. she's right. been around for a bit. But she, uh, yeah. she's just mad that she's further away from her friends, which I understand. Like, not being able to drive quite yet. Like, she's almost there where she can drive. But, like, on the, it's almost, it's like 20 minutes away. So she's like, oh, it's not by my friends. And my room's a little bit small. Cause her, her room in this house is ridiculously big. But there it is a little bit smaller. Well, McCartney's. She's in grade. Yeah. McCartney is fucking jammed, though. She, <laughs> McCartney is ready. Like, I'm going to learn how to swim so much better. I'm going to do so many awesome dives and cannonballs. I, I go into the bath, like, our, she, McCartney takes a bath in our, bathroom i go in there yesterday mccartney's underneath the water and tupac is blaring on the google (laughs) and i was like what are you listening to she's and mccartney's like i love this song about california (laughs) (laughs) and practicing holding her breath dude mccartney McCarty's got a, like a, a contract with Barstool the day she wants to start making. <laughs> well, those awards that you do, I always am worried about putting stuff up about McCartney because it wouldn't fit. Like that would definitely. Oh, my kid that is six years old or five years old came home with a razor blade in their pocket. <laughs> Be like, no, they did it. They did. <laughs> that I can believe way more than, you know, beautiful paintings or political commentary. McCartney coming home with a razor blade, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that, that shit is fucking true. There's so many things every day that they do. And I'm just like, if, if people if – there's like a Truman show following this kid around. <laughs> McCartney would be a bigger star than the Kardashians. I have no <laughs> doubt in my mind. Well – Chaps, you know you can just do that, brother. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to get my ass kicked either because it involves like picking up sticks. Like they'll come home with like a a six foot long piece of bamboo, and I'm like, "Where did you get that?" And they were like, "Well, I found it in a ditch." I'm like, "Well, what were you doing in a ditch? You're you're eight. <laughs> Where were you? We don't have any ditches around here. You're eight. <laughs> hey, Vin- Kevin. Oh. Yeah, Kevin. I just want to put this out there. If when Chaps moves into this new house and if he shaves his beard, he's not invited onto the Man Mountain episode. When we do another one of these, when Eddie comes back, we're getting someone else with facial hair and lives like in lower middle class stature. Yeah, I do not want bougie. upper class. You're going to be too bougie to do this episode again. This is it for you. Well, it's still it's still me because I pulled up to that house today where in my yellow 2012 Dodge Ram. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine because my house is going to be like the cheapest house in that neighborhood. 
I can't imagine they're going to be thrilled. It's going to oh, be no. like the Beverly Hillbillies. Like, yeah. we showing, you're up. showing up. You're in the in the yellow truck. McCartney's like firing off fireworks. Barstool's putting out their neighborhood on blast. It's going to be a shit show. Yep. I'm going to have all my tattoos out wearing my golden oh, girl yeah. shirt. You got to put like patio furniture on the front lawn and just sit out. Oh, yeah. Little light and, your, and your Ronald McDonald tattoo out. You know? No HOA at this place. Anything goes. I'm going to park an RV straight in the fucking front yard. <laughs> Vindog, did you uh who gave you the name Vindog? Is that you or did, is that a nickname for a long time now or what? Uh, well, it's it's been my nickname for quite a while. Okay. Uh it was my handle on eBay. Wow. wow. That was actually your, your original game, not even the memes. It was it was getting into the auctions at the last second, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the eBay thing was really a lot of it still is a lot of fun. I still what's like the your, like the winning best? auction. You What's know? your best uh, purchase at an auction or something you're most proud of? Well, I mean, I was just talking about last night. I got a, I got a Tom Siva uh, glove, vintage, nice wow. one. Wow. How and much? I, I went it for like $57. Wow. That's, that's yeah. a good and then, of course, Tom Siva died like, you know, two months later. Yeah. Wow. You know, and, and now all of a sudden I got the glove. So. I was going to say, that's actually pretty good for business. So Yeah, well, I, I like Tom Steve. I don't want to see anything happen to him. No, yeah, you know, yeah. We're messing- when I did my blog this week about the Toms, uh, was, he was like number three on my list of Tom Terrifics, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty it's, good. I mean, there's a lot of Toms. To be number three oh, isn't Tom. anything. Oh, you got Tom Brady. Brady was one. Who was two? Uh, number two, I had, what's his name? The golfer who got the hole in one. I had a couple holes in one. Tom... Uh, Oh, can't think of his name. Watson? Watson. Wow, he must have been really terrific. Uh, yeah, he was good. If you can't remember his name, I think Tom Seaver maybe. <laughs> well, yeah. Tom Watson, he's, he's unbelievable on the senior tour, too. Yeah. I don't watch golf as much, but I figured a lot of people do, so I made him number two. It, it wasn't like in order. <laughs> I had Tommy Hearns. I, I, I like had, this. Uh, every, everyone who makes top fives, they do their personal top fives. Vin Doug was a top five for the people. The audience. I, I try yeah. to, you know. I know yeah. there's people like golf, you know. Did, did the Tom cartoon Barasso cat make it? Up there. Tom did the cartoon cat? Up. Yeah, what about Tom from Tom and Jerry? Um, I, I, I limited it to athletes. Okay. Because mm. uh, there's just too many great Toms. In many. Exactly. I mean, so many. So, so many. So you start yeah. you start eBay auctioning and you just threw out Vindog as your handle? Yeah, that was it. It was it was actually Vindoggy at the time. <laughs> oh man, I like that Ooh. even more. <laughs> All right. Wait, but I, I had talk? an argument with, with, with eBay, and we got into it, and I shut the account down. So. <laughs> before, you, before you tell us about this argument, Vindog, can we next week get top five uh, non-athlete Toms? I'd like yeah, that. I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> all right, cool. Thank yeah. you. There's a lot of really good Toms. like all kinds of Toms. Top five yeah. artists named Tom, top five yeah, musicians named Tom. I want, I want it. I want it next week. But hey. what, you got in an argument over your name on eBay? No, it was over, it was over like money with with eBay. They were trying to they used to charge you every time you relisted something, and it's like the product was worth eight dollars, and I owed them like thirty seven dollars for relisting. And like, no, I'm not going to do that. That makes no business sense. I'm not doing it. We got into a big fight, and I said, boom, shut the account. <laughs> yeah. and then you just open up another account, and you're back in business again. Yeah. <laughs> Vin Doggy too. Yeah. <laughs> you go over to Twitter as Vin Dog, and and you're just fucking around with the memes. How does how does this whole thing well, go? About? You know, I got into the first. It was Facebook. I was, I was a Facebook addict. Yeah. The uh, the video. Yeah. And then I got out of that because it was just got crazy. And then I got into Twitter. And now I, I can't believe it. Like Twitter is my number one. Facebook, I go in there. It's like 
all my older friends are on Facebook. Yeah. You know? So it's like I enjoy that, but it's a completely different experience from Twitter. What <laughs> is Instagram? You know. What made you start memeing people? Um, it's just it was like a competitive thing. You know, you get into an argument, and the most effective way to beat them was with a meme. You know, you just bang, send it out there. And then they, they sit there, they think about it, you send another one. <laughs> They're overwhelmed. And then they just back down and it's over. You, know, they, 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 you see them, they just shut down and they're gone. And how did, was that how, how did somebody just tag you, like tag Dave and your stuff? How did the book? No. Well, you know, Dave saw the, the movie, you know, and, and he saw parts of it. I don't think he saw the whole thing. And then suddenly he wanted to hire me. And like, you know, I, I didn't know much about Barstool then. I mean, a little bit. But one yeah. of my former students texted me and said, hey, you're a big star on Barstool. What's yeah. that? You know, he said, oh, it's, you know, he told me how to get there. And I went on there. Wow, look at that. And then Dave contacted me. He said he wanted to meet up with me, wanted to hire me. And I'm like, what? And then my youngest son, Dylan, is like the one with the family feud. Dad, take it. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. I'm a teacher. I, got, I can get a pension. I can just hang out for a few more years here and I'm all set. No, no. We went to meet Dave a year ago. It's Actually, I've been there on February 7th. It was one year. Wow. You know, one year anniversary. The pension for Barstool? <laughs> yeah. Wow, um, buddy. Yeah. Now, I, now, gave, I gave up a little bit, but you know what? It's working, what worked, I mean. working with Dave is it's a pension. He'll pay you literally forever. So yeah. it really yeah. matter. But that's a that's a bold move, man. That's a lot of work. I, you know, so I had to give it some thought. Yeah. And my son Dylan is just saying, Dad, you gotta do this. <laughs> you always wanted to do this. I'm 63 years old. I mean, I, I could be dead, you know. You're not getting any younger. And I'm still crazy. He says, do it, just do it. My wife was Finally on board, she said, go ahead, just do it. So I See, that's notice. the one. Your kids yeah. don't give a shit because they're, like, not really adults. Like, they're yeah. young adults, so they're not really adults. But your wife being on board, when she knows that pension is coming pretty soon and being yeah. like, go after it, that is the deal. That's, like, what allowed you to do it, essentially. Well, well she, works, she, worked for the same, she works for the same school system. So we were in the same, we were in the same building. Okay. So I could walk down the hallway and, and there's my wife. You know. Oh yeah. 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 That's probably Vindog, why I wanted it you was, to get away. <laughs> Vindog, it was uh this is how crazy Barstool is and like people who get hired it, like is there's a lot of circumstance and luck. So I remember specifically the video because our main account tweeted it. I saw it, someone retweeted it like Five days later, I saw it. I was fucking obsessed with that. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I tweeted it, and then Dave hit me up and was like, who is this guy? How did you find this? I'm like, our main account tweeted it. So he like he totally missed it. I totally missed it. Thank God someone saw it eventually because it's the funniest fucking video. If you haven't seen it, his son made a documentary about Vindog being addicted to memes, and it's like, completely straight like no like just like my dad has a problem he's addicted to meeting people to death it's the funniest fucking video i was so hard when i saw it there was no script we just right here in the kitchen right in this kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we did it right there and it was just like my son started you know my son had a habit you know we lived in this house for 34 years and you know he would just like when he got old enough he had a iphone he would just take it out and start recording me and chasing me around like paparazzi, and it's like stuck. And you know, I'm a plumber, and I get the plumber's crack going. And he get these videos of me and put them online. And one day I said, to him, "That's it. You you don't you don't put that thing away. I'm gonna break your phone." And and he thought I was fooling around. I grabbed his phone, I took it, grounded him. You know, but then he started taking videos of me. And the first one was the swipe with the birthday candles. 
Yeah. He did it. And then all of a sudden, he wakes me up at like 3 in the morning. Dad, your, your video is going viral. And here I am. I'm like 63 years old. I'm like, what Wait, do you think going He viral? woke you up at 3 yeah, o'clock in the morning? In the room. Dad, you wouldn't believe it. The video is going viral. I would have said, you know what? It's gonna be vi- it's gonna be viral at eight a.m. So you can wake me up then, brother. Doesn't that time? My wife, I'm like, what did you know what viral meant at that time? Then you know what it means. So the next thing you know, by the morning it was like crazy. It was the last day of school, and then I got a call from ABC News. They wanted to do a thing, and then of course LeBron James wins the NBA title. I was scheduled to go on Good Morning America. First, <laughs> you're say LeBron tweeted it. LeBron like, wins like- the NBA championship. <laughs> they x me out. I'm all about LeBron's in there. That's why I hate LeBron James. That was my big, big freaking chance to be somebody like LeBron James took it from me all day long. All they talked about was him. So I missed it. That was it. Done. Wow. But, you know, it, that video did well. And then him and his girlfriend decided to do my dad, the Facebook addict. And yep. it was slow and it kept going. And, and when they finally went back and they edited and cut it and they had music to it and they put the swipe at the end of it, I'm like, I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. You know, we, we ended the, uh, you know, people from Massachusetts, the Somerville Film Festival. Oh, like really? A thousand, people, some, a thousand people wanted in on it, and they chose us as one of the 18 that got in. Wow. So we, went to, like, we went to the showing of it, and there's all these serious avant-garde, you know, uh, what is this movie about? It's black and white, and I really don't know. What is that? Thinking, like, what is this about, you know? Oh, well, that, that one there is doing this. And, okay, whatever. And then all of a sudden, they put my dad to Facebook ad on. <laughs> the place is laughing hysterically. I'm looking around. I'm like, this is unbelievable. These people are laughing. I didn't think they were capable at first. You know, they were just. Deep- <laughs> and next thing you know, they're laughing their asses off. And like, then at the very end, they think it's over. Then the swipe comes on. And then they're laughing all over again. But we didn't win anything. Were so you trying good. to be yourself then in the video? Or were you like um, hamming it up myself. a little bit? Yeah, it's it's, just, it's so it. funny. It's, it's like, it's like real life. Uh, best in show or like spinal tap. It's just Vin being like, Yeah, I mean him to death. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> but then, then I get serious at the end because I realized that, like, you know, it on Facebook, the arguments, it's like multiplying by zero. It really adds up to nothing. And it's just a big waste of everybody's time to argue like that because you don't get anywhere. Everybody's just so it got serious. And I, at the very end, my son had this idea is that you're going to go on Twitter though. So at the end, I, I get off of Facebook. Everybody's like, Okay, he's done. He's done. And then my son pauses it, and he ended up adding the little section where I signed on to Twitter. You know? <laughs> and it's like, it, it was just, I'm telling you, it was so much fun to make. And it's only 10 minutes and 18 seconds long. Were we you? need to unleash Vin in, like, the Barstool Reddit. I just Whoa. let him start going after people there. Reddit. Yeah, the, Reddit, the Reddit people are pretty cool. They, they like that stuff. Yeah. You know? But, no, it's been, it's been a great time. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, because of, you know, the pandemic, I haven't been able to get into New York. I, I know you guys. It's like it's like I'm Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz, and I wake up. I know. Like, hey, I know you. You're KFC. You know, my name's Kevin. You're like, oh, oh, in the dream, you were KFC. You know, yeah. I know you guys as your celebrities on you know the computer. I watch you. You know, were, were you, I never met anybody except were you Dave. Into this stuff, um, like what kind of guy were you growing up? Were you like into videos and like technology? That was crazy. That was crazy. Crazy guy. Yeah, I, uh, I, I did a lot of partying. A lot of partying. I, I drank a lot of these, smoked a lot of those. Stayed out really late or really early, depending on how you want to look at it. I hung out with crazy kids. I mean, we, we did crazy stuff. I mean, lucky to be alive. You know, really and truly, I, I used to I used to drink right. my motorcycle. You know? <laughs> and I got home. I'm alive. I mean, 
my wife used to say to me, don't tell the kids what you did. You know, like, they're not going to try this shit. Yeah, but they take one look at that picture with you with no sleeves on in the tattoo place, and they knew what you were getting into. I want to be like daddy. Yeah. It's like, summer loving happens so fast. (laughs) Amazing. I wrote a blog last week about Frank the Tank being on the private jet, and I was like, I just can't believe Frank the Tank goes from this Met fan who lost his mind because of New Jersey Transit. I'm like, that's the craziest hiring story other than the guy who got hired because he looked like Big Cat's NCAA character during a pandemic or the time or the guy who got a bunch of stoolies into his gambling live feed because Dave got screwed by their company. And then I just forgot the guy who went viral from memeing people to death got hired by the company. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Those four right there, Brandon, Frank, Vin Dog, it's it's like the most serendipity I've ever heard of in my entire life. I was sitting in the Liberty Hotel. I asked Dave if I can bring my son Dylan with me. He said, yeah. So we're sitting there, and we got there like an hour early. So we're hanging around. We're looking at the place. And all of a sudden, like three minutes before, you know, Dave was supposed to get there, he texted me. He said, I'll be there in three minutes. And he walked in in three minutes. Perfect. You know, we sat down. We laughed our asses off. And I'm thinking, this guy's a really cool guy. And then he started videotaping me. You know, and I'm like, I, I wasn't hip to what, you know, social media really was. Right. You know, Facebook's different, you know. And next thing you know, on the way home, my son's like, Dad, they posted the video. It's going viral. You got 50,000 likes. I'm like, what? <laughs> What's he doing? You know, and, and, and but Dave was a really cool guy. I mean, seeing him not with the boss two persona, just as a someone you meet in, in a hotel lobby to talk about going to work for him. He was really funny. We had, we had a great time. Have you I been knew- in mass your whole life? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I spent some time in New Jersey. Okay. I worked in New York city for a while. All right. I lived in Florida for a bit. You know, I've been around a little bit, you know, so I can relate to the New York thing, but most of I'm a mass guy. Yeah. Vin Dog, that was uh, that was a quick yes to have you lived in Mass your whole life, and then wrap yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I never really left Mass in my mind. I mean, yeah. I mean I'm always a Mass hole, you know. That's who I am. You, know, you go someplace, you got the accent, so you can never escape that. You know what I mean? And you're always a Red Sox, Patriots, Celtics, Bruins fan. So I mean, you can't leave that, right? You know. So I mean, were yeah. you rooting for Tom, t- uh, Tampa Bay? I was. I, I even got a Tampa Bay hat. My son gave me a lot of shit. He said, Dad, it's okay to root for him, but you can't buy, you know, merch. I said, yes, you can. That's a good rule. I'll roll with your son, Ben, dog. You can buy. You, the yeah. one thing you can do is buy that. Money, money cream. Money cream, Tevin. I'm a big Tom Brady, Brady fan. I love Brady. I love Gronk. When yeah. I was watching him and they connected for two touchdowns, it's like, I, I just, like, jumped. It's like my, my muscle memory said, these are the guys you root for. Yeah. yeah. I just couldn't stop rooting for him. You know, maybe in a couple of years I could, but they'll be retired, and that'll be perfect. I'll go back to – you guys think that's Peyton the only time that that's happened in sports? Like, even when Peyton what? left Indy, yeah. I don't remember, like, Colts fans being like, yeah. I hope Peyton wins the Super Bowl in Denver. Like, I, I don't I, remember I that happening. This is the only time I remember somebody leaving a team and the fans being like, okay, yeah, he's fine. But we're, I guess you deliver six Super Bowls. Yeah. I think the t- I think the two differences here are one, Peyton didn't do as much as Tom did. He, he obviously a great all time great quarterback, but just didn't have already have six Super Bowls. And two, I think I think if Tom had gone to another AFC team, I think he went to one of the most irrelevant franchises in sports sure. history. Like no one cared about Tampa, so that made it easy to be like, "Fuck it, let's go Buccaneers." Who gives a shit? Right. Yeah, it'd be and different also- if he went and played for the Steelers or something. Right. Oh, that would have been horrible. I hate to say it. But, but I think there you know. was enough of a vibe of like, 
New England and Bill kind of it, it was mutual, but seemed a little bit to be more like they forced him out a little bit. So a I feel bit. like that's storm. how I felt. Yeah, Belichick yeah. didn't want him there anymore, and you know. Do well, you think Tom winning this one takes any of the luster away from Bill? Uh, no, because I think those guys work so well together, they couldn't win six. You know what I mean? Uh, for Brady to go over there, he had a great team behind him. They really set him up with some receivers. They had a great defense. They had offensive linemen that blocked for him. The Patriots just hung him out to dry the last couple of years. So I, I couldn't blame Tom Brady for wanting to leave, honestly. I think it'll hurt back, Your 40s, you're getting hammered every Time there's a pass rush. There's no receivers. They're, they're cutting roots. And, like, Brady likes to release the ball before they make their cuts. And the ball is right there when they make the cut. Guys weren't doing that. They weren't making the cuts. He's releasing the ball. They're bouncing around. People were blaming Brady. It's like, no, the receivers don't make those cuts. They don't know how to do it. He's getting pissed off. So I don't blame him. I mean, I still think he looks better in a Patriots uniform than he does in Tampa Bay uniform. He looks good with that year-round tan, though. I will admit that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think I do think that him winning the Super Bowl, though, in Tampa, I was always like a Belichick is the guy thing. But now I, I think people didn't give enough credit to Tom Brady and how much he can lift. The, the Bucks roster was good anyway. but. Yep. Like, reading these stories about how he's texting them, like, before, being like, hey, we will win, and the confidence he puts in all these guys, it's crazy. I mean, that ma- that shit matters a lot. That if Bill that- doesn't – if they miss the playoffs the next two years, if the Patriots miss the playoffs the next two years, and Brady takes the Bucks to another deep run, like, even if it's to the NFC Championship – I think there will be a huge tide of people saying it wasn't Belichick. They'll go back to the Cleveland days. They'll go back to the Jets days, and they'll say, "Look, it was all Brady all the time." All the time. I I think I think doesn't have a long time. Long time. But the I was actually always Brady guy. I I would argue with Brady one Belichick. Mm-hmm. Um, but the um, big days for years, probably two more years. If Belichick doesn't put together another Super Bowl game, I mean, you have to. If, if Belichick struggles and Tom Brady doesn't miss a beat, if he's picked right back up, I mean, that's all the proof you really need. And that's not to it's say the that opposite, like, of the opposite of the cassette. Hey, it's all opposite of Matt Cassell. When I played football and I got into the huddle and looked at the quarterback's eyes, that's where I got my confidence from the quarterback. He didn't have to say a whole lot. But if you said something positive, like, let's run our roots. Let's be there. We're going to make this happen. Let's go. Break. And you went out there, and you just knew you could do it. And Brady, Brady's that guy. Brady's that guy. You want to be in the huddle with Tom Brady, mm-hmm. look into his eyes and let him tell you what's going to happen and tell you to go out there and do it. And that's, that's, the that's, huge. That's, huge. that's huge. I think that's the problem that Belichick's going to run into, too, is, be, is that without the successful team, then there's no reason to go play for Bill Belichick because it's – Notoriously hard, right. notoriously oh. no days off. So, like, how do you? And granted, the franchise he's built, the franchises he's built, aren't built on the backs of signing big name free agents. You get a couple of guys, no doubt, that will take a little pay cut, but it's usually finding finding a fucking Kyle Van Noy, someone like that, who who's ready, the team's ready to move on from. But I think it's like you know, you don't get the Rebus, you don't get the Browner if you don't have. You're not getting like the Corey Dillons anymore, the Legarrette Blunts well, that want to just go. Draw. He was the draw. Yeah, you know, people wanted to play on the team with Tom Brady. Well, you know what? Man, you're the draw for Barstool, brother. So uh, yeah, I don't know about that, but good work, man. Uh, I, I have much respect for all you guys. I just want you to know, I'm like in awe that I'm even 
on the screen with you guys, to be honest with you. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Serious. I was a plumber. I, I, I've been in more basements than mildew. I mean, you know, I was a teacher. <laughs> I, I put up with shit from students and administrators, and now here I am. It's like it's, it's a dream come true. Vin, you know? When Kevin texted the, like, the group today being like, hey, we got Vin Dog in a Friday Night Punch, I was like, oh, completely gassed up. You are you are the biggest draw on this show right now. There's no doubt. Yeah, celebrity status, man. Absolutely. <laughs> we in the pre-show, in the pre-show, everyone said like Vin Dog was the alpha. Everyone's like, Vin Dog, how's it going? We were just yes. all just like basically like towering our heads. There's Frank, there's Frank. What's up? We're about to wrap up here. It's episode 42 brought to you by Miller Lite. Make sure you go to MillerLite.com slash FMP to get yours delivered to your door. But, Frank, we're heading out now, so I want you to serenade us with a little Friday afternoon song. Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Friday. Thank God it's Friday, Friday, Friday. Beautiful. I love it. Don't work anymore. It's the weekend. We're going to kick back. Frank looks fantastic. You can tell Frank's lost a lot of weight. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Frank's yeah. lost some pounds. Man. Yeah. On the scale today, Dan, by the way, we won this week's uh, Whoop Challenge. Nice. Uh, Frankie jumped on the – you were down a bunch. Yeah, without uh, shoes on, I weigh like 386. There you go. Look at you, Frank. Huge. Yeah, How much is that that you lost, Frank? Well, I was 469 in May. Wow. And you're at what now? 386. Dude, 86. fucking A. 80 pounds That's ain't nothing wow. to shake a stick at. That's awesome. Frank, Frank, I miss you, one. And two, um, my favorite parts of your songs is I never know when they're going to end. That's the best part. <laughs> you keep us all on fucking toes, dude. <laughs> all right. Thank you, everybody. I hope you start feeling better soon. Yeah, thank you. Big cat. Feel better, man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. You follow Vindog. What is it? Vindog56? Yep. Vindog56 on Twitter and all the other social platforms. I will see you guys next week. Clem, stay safe north of the wall, brother. Great time. Hey, man. Man. Thank you, guys. I've got that Friday feeling. I've got that Friday feeling.